Uh, me and Nikki are currently planning a trip to go to Colorado. I'm a giraffe. No, is it The Last of Us? Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, do you remember Vine? Yes, I so was on it. Okay, I was. So there was a there was a very popular Vine that was uh, so there were people skiing in Colorado, which is something you can do in Colorado, and they were like posing for a picture, but they're being recorded, uh-huh. and the person who's recording them says like, "All right, everybody, say Colorado," and then in that moment, a skier just flashes right by in between them and the picture and and the camera and he's wearing a giraffe onesie and he (laughs) yells i'm a giraffe and he just like passes them (laughs) you've never seen this video no not once oh i'm gonna send it to you and find it find it (laughs) it's like one of the cornerstones of vine like isn't vine dead oh yeah super dead but it may and now that it's dead, we appreciate what we lost. Vine is dead and TikTok has killed her. Yeah, but you know, it's there. Uh wait. Yeah, I'm sending it to you right now. There it is. Let's see. I'm a giraffe. You sent it to me on Telegram? Oh okay. uh, yeah. Let's see here. Colorado. <laughs> okay, that's a funny one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so... oh <clears throat> I saw someone that copied that, but instead of yelling I'm a giraffe, uh they yelled um yeah, what was it? What was it? It was uh oh, what was it? Hi, I'm Buddy. Welcome to Jackass. It was a guy in an elf costume. Okay. And he yelled, "Welcome to Jackass," as okay. he as he was skiing, but he hit a he hit a he hit a tree. Like it was like pre dubbed, but like they just happened to catch it perfectly. It's a dumb video. I need to find it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, send it to me. All right. Why Colorado? If you don't mind me asking, is it because the weed is legal? I mean, I mean, is it because <laughs> like. Is it because it's the the weather's pretty nice? Is it is it? Uh... it it's so we can try. It's so we can go hiking. Oh, you want to go hiking? Of course. Yeah, we, we totally want to go hiking. Hell yeah! <laughs> when do you when when are you going? Uh, subject to change, but potentially late July, early August. Oh, that's 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 close. It's like uh, it's like two three months away. I know it's a random question, but have y'all ever taken like a trip before? Like just the two of you? Like have you? Like I feel like I've known you for like a long time, and I don't think I've ever heard of something for, like that. I mean, we went to San Antonio for the honeymoon. San Antonio. But, like, we we were there for a whole week. Like we rented a hotel room for a full week stay to chill in San Antonio. Nice. Nice. Uh, no, th- this would be our first trip together out of the state, let alone like a significant trip. Cool. And it'd, yeah. be the, it'd be the first time we'd be leaving the boys alone for like an extended period of time too. Who are you gonna leave them with? Oh, Nikki's parents. They're dog people. Oh, okay, neat. I trust them. It's in the will. If something happens to me and Nikki, they get the boys. They get the dogs. It's very important to have that, you know, decided. You know, you don't want. Yeah. And, yeah. No. Fuck no. When yeah. No. No. That's not up to chance. We trust them. Oh, uh, one second. Uh. Also, that's a fun fact. It's even in the will that they get uh, a chunk of money be- for Ace's medical expenses because he has to get his uh, 
medicine for his allergies every single month. I mean, of course, it's important. They are living people. <laughs> they are they are functioning members of this society. <laughs> they are true blooded good. Americans. <laughs> With their healthcare, you know, it's funny. We were going to get them healthcare coverage before me, me and Nikki ever got it. I'm serious. <laughs> Those dogs have more rights than me. Anyway, <laughs> let's as American citizens. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so let you want to jump into Susume? I knew I was pronouncing it wrong this whole time. Yes. How are you pronouncing it? Susume? I think we just Suzume? said it the same way. Suzume? No, no I, was Suzume. To, I was trying to get Suzumi. Oh, yeah, you were you were you were quite wrong. Um Anyway, okay. I said it in the review, though. I said in the video <laughs> review, I apologize for any mispronunciations. Also, I think I kept calling the guy, what's his name? Hota? Sota? No, Sota. Yeah. Oh, you. Hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay, that one I didn't fuck up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Ready? All right, thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chama. I am Eddie. Reviewing Susume. This is the rollback. So on the other side of the door was time in its entirety. Susume, 17, lost her mother as a little girl. On her way to school, she meets a mysterious young man, but her curiosity unleashes a calamity that endangers the entire population of Japan. And so Susume embarks on a journey to set things right. So we have uh, Susume, the new movie by Makoto Shinkai, uh, acclaimed director of movies like uh, Your Name and Weathering With You and Five Centimeters Per Second and Garden of Words. One of my favorite directors working right now. I love his movies. And even when I don't end up loving the final product, I always end up uh, with something to admire or with something to to enjoy. Uh, uh, Susume is no uh, no exception. I was excited for Susume. I was very glad that it got brought here. I got to see it uh, when it came out, and I was I when I left the theater quite happy. I I enjoyed the experience. I had a great time with the movie. It it felt complete. It felt enjoyable. It was fun. I had a, it had some emotional moments. Not gonna cry. Not gonna lie. I was bawling at the end. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm sure we're gonna have a lot to get through. So I got to see it. You got to see it. Uh, what did you think of Susume? Um, wait. So I, it's the fourth highest grossing movie in Japan, ever. Oh, yes. Yeah. It it's goes your name, which is by the same director. Is he the James Cameron of of Japan? <laughs> like these high, uh, super high grossing movies. Uh, I guess weathering with you is number ten, so like he has a he has a stake to to claim here. Yeah, um, your name, which is completely original, Spirited Away, completely original. Demon Slayer has like the show behind it. Okay, all right, fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll back the fuck off. Yeah, um, I liked it. I okay. really liked it. I didn't love it. I didn't like it as much as what I didn't love it as much as I love uh, weathering with you. That one I'll go to bat for. You did love weathering with you. I remember when when we reviewed that. I was like, I was shocked that you loved that one. I mean, I loved it, but I was yeah. shocked that you loved it as much. Yeah. I, to me, and here's the funny thing: I actually did research for this episode. I hope you're proud. I did research into the director, okay. what people think about it, the the uh, iconography of it, the folklore okay. that they used, and I found out apparently 
people see your name as like his magnum opus, which fair enough, I'm not going to argue that, but they see Weathering You as a massive step down from his from his uh, previous work. So I, I was weird. shocked. Yeah, it's weird because, uh, well, you know, it's uh, your name was not only was it really good because it is like uh, like even if you don't like it, like you have to admit it's a it's a very well done movie. Um, but the thing is, is that it was popular. It was extremely popular. Like it brought in people who didn't even care about anime. It brought them into like the anime world. It is a great starter kit anime. Like it's a great movie to watch and be like, you know what? I'm into this. I'm, I, I want to watch some more. Mm -hmm. It's good. And people who don't like anime like it and people who like anime love it. So it's a, it's kind of like a very well celebrated thing that creates pressure that creates pressure on that, the creator. Especially because even Shinkai said it himself. He said, "I don't consider your name perfect. I would have loved another five, six months working on it just to just to tune it even more because I don't think it's complete. I, I don't think it's it's as perfect as it should be." And I think that created pressure in Shinkai. He's like, "Okay, my next movie needs to be your name ish, but like mm -hmm. starting to veer off the path so that like the next one I do is can be more different." So he kind of split the difference and got with something that's a little bit more middle, middle on the road. I liked weathering with you. Like I, I can't say that it's bad, uh, but it is considered a step down from your name because the only I think your name is like as high as you can get. They were asking too much by wanting something even better. I think they just I think you just needed something that was equally as good or close enough. And to me, weathering with you is that Susume, in my opinion, I like Susume more than weathering with you, but not more than your name. I yeah. think it sits somewhere in the middle. Uh, I really enjoyed this one. And uh, yeah, so yeah, it's, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It was considered a step down, not by me personally. I really enjoyed weathering with you. Um, also, in the research, they said that there were a lot of isms of his, of Shinkai isms in this film that seemingly are consistent. Uh, they mentioned the fact that he, most of the stories involve typically young love, teenagers or young adults in love but separated by something either by time force of nature spirits uh society yeah. um in this particular case a chair a chair a chair this movie uh, really brings it really brings the line sit on my face to a whole new level doesn't oh it? why <laughs> the joke was right there you know what even if Fergie's not here he's here in spirit <laughs> Oh, okay. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. A lot of people are referring to this as a love story. You know, Shinkai does love stories very interestingly. I don't consider Susume a love story. I mm -hmm. don't. Uh, uh, I I know that it's a topic that it's 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 touched in the movie. You know, the the aunt is current is always telling Susume like, go chase him. You know, you love him, and it, it, there's even a point where she like jumps into like the door and goes like, because I love him, and like, I think. That's when, like, my adult senses kicked in, and was like, "Bitch, you know him for a day, like, <laughs> like, 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 bitch, you're 17. <laughs> like, um, modern like, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> like, I can understand, you know, feeling like infatuation or 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 feeling attracted to someone. That I can understand. Mm. I think this is not a, a, a romance. And even the movie ends with like uh with like him coming back into a human and being like, all right, well, see ya. Like, like not even like deuces. Like deuces, like not even like <laughs> like I'm sorry, my true love is science. And just like dip. Uh, <laughs> and they just don't acknowledge it. And 
I think there's a good reason. I I think the movie is about our relationship, but I don't think it's Susume and Sota. I think it's a movie about Susume and her aunt. I think that's the core, uh, like the core deep, uh, like where the sentimentality is mostly stored. Because yes, Susume and Sota, even when he's turned into a chair, have amazing chemistry. They do. They're super fun. Uh, uh, like they have some great and. And correct me if I'm wrong, but pretty original scenes. Like we've seen things like this. Like we've seen movies where like it's a person and they turn into something else and we have to carry it or they have to like move it or, or something like that. Hell, uh, what was the, the, the Pixar movie? The uh the onward. Like it's the it's the, it's the two brothers and the dad, but it's like the bottom half of the dad. Like we have something like that. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've seen something like this, but there's scenes between these two that really work like hell even the two of them just walking together or like she carrying him or uh when she wakes him up with a kiss like they, they, they have some really like funny and heartwarming scenes i'm not saying they don't work but i think the true core emotional core of the movie is between like susuman and her aunt like i think that's the part that personally hit me the most huh i did not look at it like that i looked at it as more as like her journey i it didn't hit me a lot that it was a love story. I got the I got the point that she liked him. She had a crush on him. But it reminds me of like a crush that I had in like kindergarten where it's like you kind of know the person very little. But yeah. hey, man, imagine what it would be like if we were ever together. Granted, though, I feel like they had more of a connection because he was a chair. She can't just fall in love because of what he looks like. Yeah, They have to have conversations, deep, meaningful conversations at that. Yeah. Um, you know, we get this guy who's... Correct me if I'm wrong. You know what? No, I will go to bat on this one. This one kind of threw me off. She in the in the sub was 16. I'm reading yeah. the wiki. Now they made her 17. And I think he's a college student. Am I right? Yeah. Did that throw anyone else off or is that just me? I mean, I've seen enough anime to kind of like look the other way. Like th this, this sadly is a normal thing mm -hmm. uh, because he's not a college student. He's a college grad student. Like that's, oh, that's right. He was taking his college exams. Yeah. So, uh, so that's even. Worse. But like I said, they don't end up together. Like they don't even that's acknowledge true. it by the end. So, like, fair. I think fair. her having like a little crush or like a little like attractive, like it's not bad. Like, like it's not, it's not the end of the world. That if fair. they had actually acted on it, then I would be like, yo, <laughs> slow <Shinkai>. down, guy. <laughs> it's, it's it's not the first time where you toy with the subject, like. Well, if they had in the dub, they probably would have just said like, "Oh, she's in, she's a freshman in college. It's fine." Never seen no, because I watched it dubbed. Like I watched mm -hmm. it dubbed in Spanish because that's how they offered it here. Um, you what? Wait, you watched it dubbed in Spanish? You son of a yeah. bitch! Yeah, I watched it subbed. All yeah. right, I had to keep up the whole time. I couldn't. I I couldn't look down for a second. I couldn't be like, "Let me get some popcorn." Nope, gotta pay attention, bitch. It was it was the only time where they were showing it, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, I had to. Uh, plus, uh, with I don't know with anime, like yes, obviously sub the I guess it's better, but dubs and anime are actually pretty kind of awesome. Like a lot of them are great. Um, I heard Shrek is pretty great. Shrek is pretty good in Spanish, but yeah, <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, but Susana was good in Spanish either way. Um, mm -hmm. And it was it was good. Uh, there's a lot of things 
that I think uh, really work. I I want, of course, I want to get to the story. Of course, I want to get into the characters. But I think there's one thing that we have to acknowledge, mm-hmm. and that is it's the real life connection of this movie, or like the real life inspiration of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, this movie, like I said, I don't think it's specifically a love story. It could be about you know, it it could be a lot of things. This movie is clearly specifically about the three eleven disaster. Uh, did you remember this? No. So in March 2011, there was a huge uh, uh, tsunami that you know destroyed. Oh, the Shin Godzilla. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, because Shin Godzilla was in response to that. That's why I know. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, specifically. So it's called the Great the Great East Japan Earthquake. It's usually just shorted to 311 because it happened on March uh, 2011. Uh, So this movie, I think. Well, I I'm I'm trying to interpret it. It's about, it's not about the disaster specifically, but it's about how life has gone on after that. Like we, like we know that Susume's mom passed away. They kind of imply it was in that event. That's right. They say it was 11 years ago. Yeah. Or 12 years ago. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's the, so I think the movie's about how the fact that over 10 years have passed, uh, there are children who were orphaned because and they are adults now, you know, uh, like we try, like when we think of a natural disaster and everything, we think about that moment, but we don't think those people grew up, you know, mm-hmm. these, these people like grew up and now they're, and it's about trauma and family and memory and disaster and, and a large destruction of the Japanese countryside, you know? Uh, and I think, you know, maybe it doesn't hit us as hard because we don't live there, mm-hmm. but I think the movies are response to that. And I think it's about how like, Hey, life went on for these people, but they were still affected emotionally, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think that's what I think what I think that's the thesis of the movie. I think it's trying to like add a not a not add fantasy to that, but like to show that those people like kept going and they still have lives and things kept happening to them. You know? No, definitely. Um, I'm gonna ask you a question, and it is fully fair we don't like dive too deep into it, but I just uh, maybe to drive home the fact to any listeners that maybe don't understand the relevance of it, depending on where you live. In during the twenty during the, the year nineteen hundred to the year two thousand during that century, I would say the biggest quote unquote tragedy that happened to the U.S. I would say would probably be Pearl Harbor. Like that was like considered the big event, the big attack, the big you know no good. Whereas on the Japan side, I would argue that would probably be the atom bomb droppings, right? Uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. I'd say on this side of the millennia, we have 9-11 in the U.S. It's not a competition, but like that's our probably like our big tra- tragedy of state. Mm-hmm. Um, in accordance to that, would do you think the nine, the three eleven? I'm sorry, three eleven. Would that be the equi- like the biggest national disaster to happen to Japan since? Nagasaki and Hiroshima? Do you think I am not? I am not well versed in like all the all the, all the tragedies that have a, a, that have happened to Japan. I remember this one because I remember seeing it on the news. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, it's not the only disaster that has happened in Japan, and but it was like think about it, like uh, like as like you said, it's not a competition, but think about it. It was a uh, like when it happened, like it was a tsunami, like just. Picture a tsunami, like the image that you have in your head of a tsunami, like it's fucking nuts, you know? And the people that were living there had like a 10-minute head start. Like 
they had like a 10 minute like notice of that it was going to happen like it's it, it probably intense it definitely affected uh like sensitivities and 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 lifestyle and everything like i am assuming that that was going to eventually you know uh kind of fall into their art and how they represent itself and how you know art is a way of coping so that's what i see in this movie i see it's trying to create empathy and uh and not by showing us what happened but by telling us hey life kept going for these people and it, it's not easy you know mm. like uh and i don't want to and, and i don't want this to become like the central topic of the uh, of the review of course there's tons of things to talk about the movie but i think it's a thing that needs to be acknowledged about this movie uh because it clearly very much is like a like a a thing that inspired this thing that's that's what i'm interpreting maybe i'm super wrong but i don't think i am on this one uh yeah well, I mean, the, the date relevance, because I mean, in most conventional media, when you do like a time jump, it's 10 years, you don't do 12, unless you're doing something very specific, which I'm inclined to agree with you on that one. Um, yeah. I did get so throughout the film, they make a point of going to abandoned spots in Japan. Now, during the research that I was trying to do to get ready for this review, it was insinuated that in Japan, the population is decreasing because people are leaving for the mainland. They're just not having as many kids. They're not replace. They're not replacing the people that are passing away as quickly, or people are leaving. Yeah. So for that reason, Japan is actually the population is shrinking. Um, so there's a lot of abandoned places, from small villages to towns to yes, amusement parks. Um, there are places that are being abandoned. What I, what I initially took from this film was that there's still life there in those abandoned places that you see where these ruins are. That was someone's best day ever. That was the first time some kid went to the amusement park with his parents and was happy. That was a first date for a young couple. Hey, do you want to go do to the rec center and maybe play a game or something? You know, yeah. to, to everyone, there was a different moment there. Um, but I think you're right, though. That can be addressed as well to the to the tragedy. Life did go on, but to some degree, we still revisit those old memories, those old places that bring us back to a different time in our life, you know? Of course. Um, yeah, of course. No, I'm going to knock on wood real quick. Uh, someday, a, a, a incredibly long time from now, I'm going to be an old man uh, with uh, fewer friends, uh, you know, hopefully my family, somewhere, whatever. I'm going to go visit those old places. I'm going to go to the old theater where me and Nikki had our first date where I proposed. I'm going to go to my old elementary school where I made friends with Shu for the first time. I'll visit the theater where we became friends. You know, hopefully I'm a professor there someday, but I'm going to go there. Um, you know, going back to those times and being like, life was good. Life is still good, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's what I took from it, but I completely see a valid point in what you're, in what you're saying. Yeah. And like I said, I, I think there's a lot of topics that the movie's trying to tackle. And I think it tackles them in such a... We've said this before. Every time we talk about a Shikai movie, we've mentioned this show don't tell i felt everything that was happening in the movie i wasn't told to feel a specific way and i think the main message that the movie's trying to, to tell us is that even after all the tragedy that happened people are still good think about it this movie is basically a road trip movie okay mm -hmm. it is and every time that susume goes somewhere someone helps her 
Like That's they true. never, they never, the, they're never like beat it, kid. They're always like, hey, come here, hey, you need some help? Like, yeah, let, let me. They give her rights, they give her food, they give her a place to sleep. Out of the kindness, out of their the kindness of their heart, just because. Now, if I think if this was a movie done in the U.S., like at least one of them would have betrayed her in the middle of the night. You know? Yeah, but we believe in like the coziness and the kindness of people, uh, not because social norms in Japan are are very specific, but also because I think there is something of like we went through this thing, we keep we take care of our own, you know, and. The message, I think, of the movie at the end of the day is people are still kind. People will still help. People will look out for you no matter where you are. Because think about it. Like, she got helped by that girl that was carrying all the tangerines. And then they gave her a place to sleep. They gave her food. And she helped clean. And then the next day, she got helped by this woman in her car with her two kids in the back. They stopped at a McDonald's. We saw like that beautiful, beautiful burger, like in Weathering with you. Uh, then it, it it kept happening. Like just same scenes just kept going and ongoing. And I like how Shinkai is like evolving. Like sometimes anime, I think, is a little afraid to look modern, and Shinkai isn't. Like I love how uh, they're chasing this cat, this magical cat, and. People just fall in love with this cat, so he becomes like an internet micro celebrity because people <laughs> just kept bumping into this cat and just kept like sharing it online, and that's how they're kind of like tracing it. Um, I don't know. I like how it stayed modern, but also kind of timeless in a weird way. Uh, I think the message is pretty timeless, and I like how I wanted to know more about these people. Like, I love how every time that Susume would meet someone, like we would know little, little just enough about them. To have like their own personality, their own quirks, their own likes and dislikes. And uh, all of them are kind of just moving Susuma forward. Uh, she yeah. has to be brave at the end of the day, but she was helped throughout. And I think that's beautiful. Like, I think that's that's the right message to give in, in this kind of story. I was going to go to the whole social norm thing as well, actually. I was going to agree with you there. Just because I, watching it, I was like, that's nice. I wish we were more like that in the States, welcoming, trying to help someone. Our first thought is always to go to, like, protection versus, like, this person isn't really a threat. Like, do they need help? Like, what's going on, kid? Yeah. Um, very uh, homey. I, 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 I kind of wish uh, we had more of that culture here as far as, like, helping each other kind of thing. Um, but you, you mentioned someone I want to mention, the, the cat, Dijon? Daijin, yeah. Daijin, thank you. I'm working on it. Uh, so Daijin, um, funny enough, uh, he's actually from folklore in Japan. He, it's believed that Daijin, uh, he's an original character to some degree, you know, that, that that the creator made. But it's believed to be a yin and yang kind of concept of it. The same way that wherever he goes, Mr. Follows, bad things happen. He's meant to lead the the protagonist uh suzume and sota towards where the worm is trying to break out it's a positive and a negative bad things are happening but i'm showing you where they're going to happen next so you can try to interfere yeah it's a it's a you know twisted um even at one point he tries to protect uh suzume when i don't know what the hell it was called this like evil version of him 
that like possesses the ant for a brief moment and the ant like speaks all her truth which man it gets vicious i'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing she they had to clear the air she had to get some shit off her chest but vicious to say the least <laughs> yeah um and that's that's why i mentioned that, that i think that relationship is super important and in this uh in, in in this movie uh what was the name of the other cat uh i don't think they even mentioned it uh i know it belonged to the grandfather i remember that yeah um yeah but yeah daijin let me tell you something about daijin if daijin w- wasn't an asshole <laughs> this movie would have lasted like 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong man yeah uh what a dick but no but but uh but a fun character and a fun design what a cool looking cat, man. Like with those big eyes and the tail and the voice. Like, yeah, great, great. Look, anime has no end of great cats. And this is, this sits in the top 20. Like, mm-hmm. like I think, I, I think the design is great. Um, yeah, but so we have that. Uh, we have, uh, of course, we have the whole story of like Sushima and Sota following up. Uh, these these doors and closing them to avoid to make this worm and not come out. Um, I fucking love to the animation, man. I love that these people like sat down and like drew the fuck out of this and just like it's there. It's great. I love seeing this and I love seeing this in theater specifically. Uh, you can tell like that people put like their effort into this. And uh, like I said, it's a it's a road trip movie. You know, we're constantly moving. We're we're going uh, all the way through through Japan. Like we see all these places that are real life places. That's what I also love about Shinkai World. Like he interpolates all these real life locations uh, into his movies. And then uh, you know they go to Shikoku, they go to Kobe, they go to Tokyo, they go to Namasu, they go to all these different places. And uh, and uh, it's 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 so. Uh, I don't know like it's it feels real <laughs> it feels real like i know it's a real place but the the way that it's drawn it's so fantastical like even just seeing them drive a, a car in the bridge like feels magical um the, there was grand the, yeah there was something that was said um that every single time uh shinkai am i pretending shinkai, yeah thank you yeah uh, every single time he goes back to Tokyo, apparently that's a common place that he goes to in his films. Yeah. Um, that every time they go, he finds a new way to explore it, finds a new way to draw it. Every real life location, even if it's a second or third time, he finds a different way. In one version of the film, you get, you know, I mean, in one film, you have the rural areas where all the families are. In another film, you get, you know, like, the dirty, gritty uh, downtown spot where kids shouldn't be. And then in this spot, you know, you get the business district over here. Every single time he tries to feature Tokyo in a different view, in a different light, and get the most out of every single location that they're at. And I get that feeling, excuse me, I get that feeling throughout this whole film because of, like you said, the beautiful art. You know, there was passion that was done in making this. You can tell they either scouted or lived in Tokyo because they made it in such a way that it looks original it looks like home almost yeah it's uh, uh there's something cozy like I, I don't know how to explain it it's, it's the word that feels that makes the more sense his movies are just cozy like uh like i want to live in them you know i want to i want to be taken away in that that 
gust of wind that always that, that always makes the character's hair move. There's something so magical about the flowiness of the animation. And you you can't do this in live action. You can't. It's kind of it's kind of perfect for this kind of uh for, for this kind of genre and this kind of medium. And um I like how the movie, like I said, didn't it didn't stop from trying to look a modern like hell even the moment when remember that scene when they go back to sota's apartment and he's like i have we have to go pick up some stuff from there and even just getting into that apartment is tiny it's small but it feels lived in like there's all these books and like uh the the, the beds unmade uh it's tiny like you would hate to live in there but it feels it feels like a home you know it feels homey you're right you're right yeah it feels homey it feels like someone studied there and did homework there and spent a lot of sleepless nights in there you know it feels lived in and that's hard to like come across by just showing you a place um and also that scene introduces um oh god what's his name uh uh Minoru, i think that's his name uh mm-hmm. no no oh jared jared something with a j uh what's his name that was giant huh it's a Chiro? the friend yeah no i know it's uh yeah. includes a fairy head of her ears chica go with serizawa yeah yeah Tom- to tomoya serizawa yeah introduces to this friend uh who becomes like a big chunk of the of the comic relief of the movie where he's like uh where's where's sota is he with you uh kind of like okay i'm going with you why i need money he owes me money like <laughs> and then apparently he lied about that yeah he's super lied about that which uh, i'm wondering if he's gonna end up with the ant that's what i thought too uh they didn't touch on it so i guess not but it was a it was it, it was good good chemistry they had there what does that also also, he had a car, and the car he, he couldn't like bring the top. Oh God, that got me. That made me laugh my ass off when he crashed it, <laughs> and it finally closes. Yeah, <laughs> I was in a theater with maybe like twelve people, and I busted out laughing, and then I could hear other people chuckling. I don't know if they were laughing at me or the car or both. It was a great scene. It really it was. was. It really was. He comes in. I think the core characters are great. Susumu is great. Sota is great. Uh, the aunt is great. He's great. The cats are great. Um, everyone that they bump into, hell, even the guy who simps for the ant, uh, her coworker from the office, the one who's oh like, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, even he was likable. Like uh, <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, you poor idiot. Yeah, like, but every character that shows up, it just uh, they feel like real people and like really kind people, like people you would like to bump into into this role, people that you get to know enough. But you know that there's more to them. Uh, like they, they feel three dimensional, even for like the few scenes that they have. And man, there's so much to say about this movie. I don't even know where to go next. But oh god, like the emotional punch that hits at the end. We'll get to that. But uh, I'm sure there's more things that we should touch on first. Uh, what else, man? What else? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I'm bringing it here. I think at one point, reuniting with her and they falling home. They confirmed it, actually, dude. It was it it was the earthquake that that destroyed her home. They confirmed it in the film. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, together. So yeah, they confirm it. Um, but so she goes back to her childhood place, finds that miraculously finds the door still intact, which it should not be, but this is magic. Uh, so they find the door. 
she opens it and has in, in her defense the courage to go down there with the worm trying to fight its way out uh, and then one of the cats turns into this giant monster trying to fight the worm trying to buy her time the yeah. the well, what's the what's little bastard face dodgy manages to redeem himself her, itself yeah. by saving her and continuing to try and protect her then she has to come to terms with uh losing her mom and that even even when she was a kid she thought she saw her mom it wasn't her mother it was her. it was herself man. yeah i was bawling in the scene man like really when she gives it when she gives her the chair and like just comforts like you I, I don't know like anything that has to do with like a, a character in fiction be, meeting up their younger self i i'm dead like it's it's uh, it's it gets me every single time and uh oh god it was it was such a good scene uh she tells her about the future she tells her like all the stuff she's gonna do that maybe she feels lost right now she gives her the chair uh we never get told why it's missing a leg but it's there because uh, it's missing a leg, Chema. That's why it's missing a leg. No, the curtains are blue for a reason, and there's <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so she keeps the chair, uh, which, by the way, like that chair is selling like crazy on Etsy right now. Like it's it's fucking insane. I was gonna say actually, do they are they selling it on Etsy? And if so, how much? I think so. Yeah, but I think you could like make it with your bare hands. Think it's possible susan um chair i think i saw something of it that it was it was being sold oh that's not always oh, a three a mini 3d printed one is 15 bucks the full that's size one the full size one is going for 130. i mean i think the small one look will look pretty cool on, a, on like a bookshelf or something and they're already selling costumes of susan may oh, of course i'm i i am no one to judge but i do decide yeah. to fate <laughs> uh okay so yeah so we have that ending and we have them going to the the ever after i believe that, that that's what they called it yes uh yeah um we get to see them reunite uh, uh sota returns to his to his uh original hunk of a man of a body and uh and they are reunited and uh happily ever after for all them white girls so god what a good fucking movie like what <laughs> What a great experience. This was two hours, I think. It did not feel two hours. Two hours and two minutes. It did not feel two hours. Uh, I could have watched it for another 30, 45 minutes, not going to lie. Uh, I don't know. Everything about this movie just fucking worked for me, man. You know? Want to hear a fun fact? Please. Uh, so did you research into the background of the film? A little bit, but... So yeah. apparently, although the story was meant to be the same, for the most part... Uh, Shinkai initially wanted it to be a sisterhood type of romantic story, like we're in this together, like homies, friends. But yeah. his producers insisted that he have that there has to be a romantic quality to it. So he's like, fine, but I'm gonna make the dude a chair. Fuck you. Shinkai has fuck you money. Shinkai, yeah. Shink he, he demands you know, fuck you money. Yeah. You you know what? After your name, he has no, you fuck you money. Like that's <laughs> like, like if someone says I have fuck you money, he's like, I have no fuck you money. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember, I think I suggested at one point, um, well, I did a video a quick video review just now, and I yeah. said he had he reminds me of Christopher Nolan or um uh, Martin Scorsese. Like he could I think at this point 
he can pretty much just say this is what I'm gonna do. Fuck you, pay me. Or we I have mean, notes. I don't have I I have I don't want any notes from you. I'm a genius. Get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> As a matter of fact, pretty, you can stay here. Your office is my office now. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. He brings in the big bucks. Like it it, it it like he does. Like, yeah, so yeah. Why not? So why not? Uh I love Shinkai. I think he's he's a true master at his craft. Like I, I don't think I have a few anime directors that I love. I think he's I think he's on a league of his own. I think his movies are gonna look timeless a hundred years from now. And uh I think this is a great addition to his uh to his uh repertoire, to his canon. Uh I love that I, I saw a lot of people who are like, oh, this is just the same movie as Weathering with you and your name. Yeah, but have you seen those movies? They were so good, man. Like, why wouldn't you want another one? Um so no, I'm happy. I'm happy with this one. I'll take another one. <laughs> um, does he have another film on the chopping block right now? I don't believe so. Uh, not at the moment. I think he's still he's still busy like promoting this one. Um, but we'll see. I mean, he's not gonna retire anytime soon. He's pretty young. He's only fifty. Oh, he's only fifty. Like, and remember, these three are not his first movies. Like, he has like seven or eight before this ones. Yeah. So. You know, we have Shinkai to go around. Why not? He will be around for a while. In yeah, a good way. I'll in take, a good way. But I'll take more. You know, I'll always take more. Fucking love me some Shinkai. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Oh. Um, what else? What else? What else can we say about this? Um, no, I think he has such a high standard of movie making. I'm just curious to see what he's going to do next. I, I, yeah. I. I he also had mentioned that he feels like he's done enough of the like boy girl formula like you know romantic story like he doesn't have any more ideas so i'm really hoping the next one is like him taking a chance but we'll have to see it um, could be i mean i mean you know what he did to promote this movie what he did uh so mcdonald's asked like could you make a commercial for mcdonald's he made a McDonald's commercial to promote uh in anime. Promote, yeah, an anime McDonald's commercial. Like it's like it's a Susume tie-in. Like it's Susume and like characters like get like like walk like. Let let, let me send it to you. No, I'm looking like, it right now. Just look up uh, uh Susume Makoroshi guy. Like like it's literally like them like getting food. <laughs> like like it 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 clips in like scenes of like the movie. But it even makes it emotional because, like, there's one scene in the commercial where, like, she's eating her Big Mac and she remembers, like, her mom getting her a Big Mac as a kid. <laughs> but, like, with this beautiful animation. This is insane. Okay, she's looking at the McDonald's. <laughs> a Big Mac for Susan May when you grow bigger. Oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> and then the so fries. Cute. The fries are on the chair. Like, <laughs> do I? God damn it. Now I'm craving McDonald's. Me too. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay, yeah. fine. McDonald's is on for dinner. I'll call Nikki right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh so what's not to like? Honestly, like I I love look, this year has been great. This year has been really kind to us. And film? I've had fun with like most, if not all, of the movies that we've seen this year. And the fact that I'm just having way more fun as like the months pass by, it's a great sign for the year. It's a great sign for cinema. Great sign for anime. Everyone, go watch Susume. 
fuck it, it's a five out of five for me. Like I, I adore this. And, oh, uh, I better see it on your top ten then if you're giving it that high of a score. Most likely, most likely. Um, so I okay again, it's not a knock. I don't love it as much as Weathering with you, but I feel like to say this movie is fine is an understatement. It's in that weird middle ground of like it's good, not great. I like it, but I don't love it. Uh, B, it's a B. It's a B. It's a B. I, again, more I than just, a pass. Yeah, it, it's more than a pass. More than a pass. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, any final thoughts? Anything else you want to say about this film? Well, watch it. It's a fucking blast. It's still in theaters, I think. And uh, yeah, it made me emotional. It made me laugh. Made me made me cry. Made me uh, made me love animation even more. What's that like? Watching a Shinkai film in theaters, it's a must. Like you have to. It's uh, it's almost it's in the constitution, I believe. I think. Um, plus, what else are you gonna watch? Fucking Renfield. I just saw it, by the way. I'm Did you like it? Review. Did you like it? We'll, we'll we'll get to that review. We'll get to that review. Uh, we will see if we're gonna have a partner for that review or not. Let me see if the summer bitches uh, free next week. All right, sounds great. Yeah, no, I think I think that pretty much clears everything regarding this movie. But yeah, I oh wait, we have Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I got spoiled. It's not out yet. They're assholes on my. I I stopped following them actually. The 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 same dude that spoiled. What was the other movie that got spoiled for me? Not Mario. Uh, Ant Man. No, not Ant Man. Oh, uh, uh Bo is afraid. Oh, yeah, Fuck yeah. That. I I went. Ahead, I already blocked him on Facebook. I was like, son of a bitch, man. God damn it. Uh, no fucking. At least warn a motherfucker. Hey, spoiler warning for Guardians of the Galaxy three. Son of a bitch. <sighs> but I'm still looking forward to it. Now that I know what some of what's gonna happen, I'm gonna test out to see if it's if it's really great. I know what's gonna happen when I walk in. Entertain me. If you spoil it for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna Oh, I'm not. I would not uh, do that. Don't worry. I'm I will not. I will stare angrily at you dogs and then we'll we'll see what happens. Give them uh, fried chicken, they'll love you. Um, uh, <clears throat> folks, all right, man. That should cover everything, yeah. Awesome. Um, well, folks, what did you all think of Susan May? Uh, go ahead and comment, like, follow, subscribe, all those good things that you know what to do. Uh, there oh, should yeah. be like a little subscribe button down there. Go ahead and press it. We'll give you five seconds. Make it faster. Why haven't you clicked it yet? Hurry up and click it. Click subscribe, you son of a bitch. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for liking and subscribing. You can <laughs> find our podcast on uh, YouTube podcast and podcast, yeah, iTunes and uh, Spotify. Spotify. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining us. My name was Chema. I've been Eddie. And this was the Rollback. Signing off with a reminder to sit on people's...